Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey everybody, today we're going to be talking about Doctor Strange. We're going to be talking about Spider-Man Homecoming. We're probably going to talk a little bit about Luke Cage and all sorts of other stuff. Um, Sit right there and we'll be right back. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now... Here's popcorn talk. Do you think people are raging about that? <laughs> <laughs> just sure, just like animosity. Just like, no, we're talk about it. Every no, we bit. better talk about <laughs> it. Yeah. No, we better talk about it. It's Friday. It was said out of irony. Out of everything. It was said out of the irony. Sarcasm didn't like, translate, so just rage. <laughs> just like, she was like, oh, hey. It's our you're, last you're show before me? Luke Cage happens you're, at us. You're, you're, you're saying the exact same thing that my fiance says, and that is that I'm actually terrible at sarcasm. It's the dryness. It's so dry. Because I'm... So you're dry. so earnest. Like I'm so earnest. Yeah, you're also like the most huggable guy. So when you're when you're sarcastic, you're like he's just sweet. Look at him being sweet he's over not there. A mean man. There's no way there's sarcasm in that heart of gold. That <laughs> <laughs> makes sense. We are the Marvel Movie News coming to you live from Seagate Prison. Not for real. We're not actually in a prison. If you're listening to us yeah, on we're about iTunes, to break we're not anyway. actually in a prison. Uh, but uh, uh, this is episode 101. We've gone over the 100 hump. Now we're 101. Mm. Uh, second century of our shows. Uh, we will tell you all the news from all the studios and why you should be as excited as we are. Subscribe to us on iTunes at Marvel Movie News or find us at youtube.com forward slash Popcorn Talk Network. Uh, also, Popcorn Talk Network.com on Twitter. We're at Marvel News PTN or at the Popcorn Talk. Also on Facebook.com forward slash Marvel News Show. Uh, and guys, if you'll tweet a link out to our show with a message telling people about the live chat, Doom will retweet you from his booth. Uh, are you in Liberia th- uh, today? Doom, uh, Doom is uh, vacationing in sunny Los Angeles. <laughs> oh. He, he came in search of that, that magnificent man, Ghost Rider. Oh. Showed up. Oh, yes. East LA is a very strange place. Uh, Doom, save it for the talk when we actually get to Shield. You don't need to talk about Ghost Rider now. We're not there yet. All right. Well, Doom wants your tweets regardless. <laughs> uh, so, everybody, uh, if you're not familiar with me, I am Matt Key at the Matt Key. We're joined by Coy Jandro at C O Y J A N D R E A U. Uh, and uh, I do not have Marquia's Twitter memorized yet, so oh, Marquia McCarty. It's uh, my name. No, well, I know, I know, but can you can you spill it out for everybody? Oh, uh, at M A R K E I A M C C A R T Y. Yay! I, I want to get the cadence down because I know I say "coys" the way he would say it, so I'm trying to get your oh, style. Is it? It's appreciated. Yeah, yeah, I get that 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 yeah. Eminem rhythm. Yeah, it's a memory mnemonic. Yeah, exactly. I actually can't spell anything. I just remember the way other people spell it. So uh, you've already heard the voice of Doom uh, in the booth, uh, and uh, we've we've got Colt Badeau tweeting from the Star Jammer as usual. Uh, everyone, give him some love. He he does our social media stuff for us. And today we're joined by super fan Darren Jakes. Hey everyone, Darren Jakes, the super fan, the Marvel light, who's not on the cosmic couch. Hey, Marvel's first family is now a yeah. member is on the, on the yeah, booth he's, of magic. He's, he's boothed. Yeah, he's feeling really so special. He's crossed the rainbow bridge yeah. over to here, and now he's one of us. The rainbow bridge to Valhalla. Welcome to Asgard. <laughs> <laughs> it's just me and Donna. <laughs> the, the, yes. the, the, this right here is Yidrasil. 
And that's the, it's not a box, it's Yggdrasil. See, you can see the lightning. It's kind of there you go. Yggdrasil-ish. Works. Uh, so, hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. Uh, do you guys want to jump into the news, or do you have anything that you want to uh, uh, discuss before we do that? Darren, why don't you tell us about yourself? You have your spa in Pasadena. That's right. Uh, I have a spa, Cote d'Azur, in Pasadena. We it's do... awesome. Thank you. Thank you very much. We, we try to spoil everybody who comes in. It's all family-owned, so... They do. They, you don't tr- <laughs> that place try. That is you amazing. Succeed. <laughs> you succeed, sir. If you're on any of the West Coast, make it to Pasadena for that purpose. Like, just any, anywhere over here. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, you guys are so kind. We, we care very much for all of our clients. Uh, it's... You know, much like the viewers make the show, the clients make the business. So if we don't take good care of them, then we don't get to do well. And it's incredibly, like, planet-friendly. I just must note that I go to a lot of spas, and it's very, like, they waste a lot, and they destroy a lot, and it feels like I'm enjoying something at the cost of the planet, and, like, my grandkids will have less because I have more. And uh, it's pretty awesome that it's a very sustained thing. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Thing, and I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. One of the few green spas we don't have a lot of, we don't have any of the fancy showers and jacuzzis and things like that, but we do put all of our effort into just world-class massage and body treatments and making you feel like a totally different person when you leave than when you showed up. I think as long as gluttony doesn't hurt others, you should indulge in it, and yeah. it doesn't there. Yeah. So. It's not gluttony, it's self-care. That's it. <laughs> I'm obviously going. Yeah. <laughs> you absolutely should. Uh, all right. Well, let's talk about the news. Do, 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 do. I'm in a sing-song mood today. I hope that's all right with everybody. Uh, so, Doctor Strange, there's not a lot of uh, news that came out. However, uh, let me, let, so we've got a lot of pictures that we're going to run through. Uh, but uh, Slash Film re- uh, released, and, and maybe a couple other websites, I only know about Slash Film. Just this morning they released um, some interviews that they have. Uh, I see Benedict Wong, Benedict Cumberbatch, and Scott Derrickson. All of the, there's a lot of quotes in there to dig through, and I just learned about it like five minutes before the show. So I haven't had time. Uh, I saw a couple things in there about uh, from Scott Derrickson talking about uh, extra-dimensional entities and the motivations behind Cassilius. Uh, uh, added to a picture that we'll show you later. Um, I think maybe he's talking, he's referencing more into Shambhala and maybe Dormammu. Um, but I'm going to have to dig through all that, and I will, I will come back with a solid report next week. Uh, where I will, I'll, I'll basically do like a book report for everybody. Nice. That's what I'll do, and I'll a stand in front report. of the class, and I'll dress <laughs> as my favorite character, and I'll I'll read it. I expect I three supporting arguments, a thesis statement, <laughs> a bibliography at the end, okay, and a diorama, and a magic diorama. And it better have actual magic in it. Better have a clear thesis statement throughout. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I want at least tw- twelve body paragraphs. With a clear topic sentence starting each one. Double right. spaced. Double spaced. Oh, all right. Uh, can I tell you about one of the biggest school blunders I ever made? Just very quickly. Oh yeah. Uh, I took an English class. My very first English class, my freshman year. We had to do like the the professor would alternate the spacing for so like every single week we'd have to turn in a paper a paper, and it was the first paper was like two pages double spaced. The next week's paper was two pages. Two pages, single spaced. Yikes. And then it would alternate. So the very last paper was 
10 pages, single space. And I was like, okay, crack, and I wrote it. And she's like, no, 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 this is way too much. It, it should be double space. I'm like, but that's not the pattern. She's like, I know, but... Uh- you should have read the instructions. I need you to cut out like six pages at least. Oh. And I was like, ha ha, do, do, do. <laughs> so kids, uh, don't don't do that. Always read the instructions. Always, always. Yeah, yeah. I'm an overachiever, if you couldn't tell. Uh, all right, so uh, I'll get back to you on the Doctor Strange stuff next week. But we will say, uh, let's look at some pictures. Doom, just throw up some pictures. We're going to talk about these pictures. Uh, a lot of new pictures were released. Um, this is... It, okay, if I... This is the coolest one. This is the <laughs> best picture ever taken in the history of humanity. <laughs> I thought like, you might be no, hyperbolic, but you're really just turned no, it down there. No. Yeah. <laughs> Irony! I get that. Uh, uh, no, like, I saw this I saw this picture going through them yesterday, and was just like, uh, if I were Scott Derrickson, I would quit. I would just quit. Like, I would no longer make movies. I would be like, you know what? I directed Doctor Strange, and I took a picture with Doctor Strange in front of his window to the world. I'm done. I'm done. Like, I'm done. Like, I was in the Sanctum Sanctorum. I am <laughs> finished as a director. Don't need to do it anymore. Uh, like, just the way the light is pouring in, the way it just, like, it's such a... It's so cool. I almost want to cry. Uh, there's And there's nothing to say. It's just, like, it's Cumberbatch and Derrickson talking on set, and it's, it looks really cool. So... That's that's it. Like, <laughs> I think we can quit our show now, everybody. This this movie comes out in six weeks, and this is all this is all you need to see. I think what I love about this photo is that it's so clear that they actually built this set and didn't build like that giant window digitally. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 No, that's a, that's a really good point because they they absolutely could have. Um, yeah, that's a physical place. Like theoretically, the mind of Matt Keith could enter. Like yeah. in some it's some form of your life. You might actually get to walk into the sanctum. Oh my god. Oh, oh my god. Uh, Doom, are you show- going through all these pictures? Are you showing them to the audience right now? Sorry. Right now. Okay, so I like this picture, and here's why. Uh, this is like we've seen in the trailers that Doctor Strange, like as the sorcerer, the myst- ma- a master of the mystic arts, ends up back in the hospital where he used to work with um, uh, Christine Palmer. Doc- and I think she's an actual surgeon. Like in the comics, she's a night nurse, mm-hmm. uh, but I think she's an actual surgeon here. So I think it's probably Doctor Christine Palmer. Uh, well, but, I like that there's that flip then. Yeah, and, yeah. and I think that's an important flip. Like, mm-hmm. women can't be doctors. Like, oh, come on, oh. 70s Marvel. But, uh, no, no, Claire Temple was a doctor. They changed her into a nurse. No, exactly. Yeah. Like, exactly. So, like, I'm glad to see that they did that. But uh, in that picture, it's like you see Dr. Sh- Dr. Stephen Strange, the physician, now as a master of the mystic arts, reuniting with, mm-hmm. like, his old life uh, and and somehow, like, making that. Uh, connection and like you know uh, Kevin Feige has said that she's the thing that grounds him uh, like an anchor yeah that's the exact word he uses Mm -hmm. so um, yeah I just I like that picture a lot because it's like it's enticing because it's like what is what's going to happen like Mm -hmm. what what is that conversation like (laughs) so you used to be one of the most talented neurosurgeons in the world you broke your hands and you went and became a sorcerer all right like 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 there's something Crazy going on there, and I can't wait to see what that is. So, You're like, so when do the Burning Man drugs wear off? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So LSD, I get it. Uh, I've been tripping for ten years. Help me, hospital. Help me, Doctor Christine Palmer. I've been seeing symbols on my hands. And reality. Holy, holy, awesome. oh god! I've been tripping since the seventies. <laughs> 
I've tripped through generations. Only Rachel McAdams can save me. <laughs> and other thoughts you might have on LST. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, and then we've also got uh, some pictures of, like, Doctor Strange uh, learning how to do, like, martial arts and Tai Chi and, 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 and stuff like that. So, uh, which we also, we already know, but, like, it... I wonder if there's like different ranks, like the tunics. Some of the tunics are red, some of them are mm, like white. Like I wonder Ooh, if there's like different. Kind of like Star Trek. Yeah, like all the all like the white shirts are going to be engineering, but the red <laughs> shirts are clearly going to die. Uh, uh, yeah, and you know she, she would tell easier for Barrymore. Like it's just picture after picture of just pure gorgeous beauty. As um, if we weren't excited enough as it was. This is just. Bringing everything further up. I can't yeah. Uh, and it's in six weeks. I, I, I looked at the calendar today. It was like, six weeks. Which also means, by the way, my wedding is in seven I, weeks. I really yes. enjoy that there's like that one-two pop. So you're mm-hmm. like, I'm really excited. But I also need to add the comma that I'm getting married the next mm-hmm. week. And that is mm-hmm. also very important to me. Yeah, you uh, should have no. a, a pre-honeymoon and go to London. <laughs> <laughs> and see and it like see the it. week before. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that because we don't have wedding planning the two two weeks before our wedding. We'll be done. We'll be completely finished. We're on easy street. Uh, I hear weddings are really stress free. Oh, super easy. Super easy. Yeah. No. Sarcasm. Is Rachel McAdams blonde? Wait, in the picture? In this photo. I think so. I mean I I can't really see it from the on the T V from here, but it's it looks pretty blonde. Mm. Uh, she's been blonde before. She's a little darker in here. Yeah, our TV's pretty dark. Uh, this is uh, Scott Derrickson. He's about to start beatboxing with Doctor Strange. I don't know why he did that on set, but maybe that's how he gives direction. Um, I like to imagine he does all of the hand moves like while he's directing. Like, oh my god, because like his hands there are very specifically poised. Yeah. I like the idea that he's like Benedict. No, but so in in when I when I talk about all the uh, Doctor Strange interviews next week after I've had like a week to digest everything, um, one of the th- I do I did see a quote in there where he said like. Doctor Strange is my character. He's the only character I would want to direct a Marvel movie for. Like, I knew, like, he was my favorite character growing up for this reason, this reason, this. And it's just like, oh, oh you just t- pulled quotes from my brain. Um, so, Derrickson probably does know every single hand motion and all of the spells. And yeah. I literally read the we news. We should story. be best friends, is what I'm saying. Oh, it's going right? to happen. It's just, yeah. that's how the world works. Mm-hmm. I was reading the story this morning and I was like, oh, this sounds like. Matt talking about Doctor Strange. <laughs> I was like, I can't even pretend to quote this because these are Matt's words. It's just yeah. some other guy saying them. Oh, he's yeah. the director. Oh, he's oh, the director. This is very good news. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so, and I, I will say, he said his influences for the film were uh, Indra Shambhala, uh, all the Ditko stuff, and um, the Oath, which are like the Doctor Strange stuff. So it was, it was just like, like the fact that he's like Ditko. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, now, uh, so we, I've already said the quote. Um, from Kevin Feige that uh, Rachel McAdams is an anchor to Doctor Strange's past life. Uh, this is in Empire Magazine, by the way. Um, Mads Mikkelsen, talking about Cassilius, said, uh, he, Cassilius, is a man who believes in a better world, a world without human tragedy, but his means are quite different from the ones Doctor Strange is using, therefore conflict. So um, that, to me, sounds a lot like Indra Shambhala, mm-hmm. but with the roles a little bit more reversed. So in the Indra Shambhala comic... The lords of Shambhala approached Doctor Strange and were like, we can help you make the world a better place. We can show you the way to make the world a better place. You just have to jump through these hoops to prove that you're worthy of this gift. And he's like, oh, yeah, let's do that. I want to make the world a better place. I want to heal humanity completely. 
So once he jumps through all those hoops, he discovers that the Lords of Shambhala are like, great, so all you need to do to make the world a better place is basically kill almost everybody. And we will help you reset the world. He's like, oh, no, that's a no, that's not making the world a better place. It's like the greatest Doctor Who plot ever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I think maybe it sounds a little bit like that, but I also know that there's some stuff with Dormammu that just came out today, too. So maybe they're mixing the mixing some of the storylines up. I know Marvel likes to do that a lot. I love that too. I mean, I talk yeah. about it all the time, fairly often. Uh, but I love the <laughs> fact that we get to like we know the comics. Like yeah. that's something we know, but we still get to have a new experience because of them reaching out. And I think they do it with yeah. respect to the source material while yeah. also being new. And that's something a lot of studios wouldn't do. And I think that, that yeah. Marvel having their own control has allowed them to be both original and classic, and that's really unique. So yeah. thanks, Marvel. Yeah, no, Marvel does a really good job of like taking those classic storylines, but making. Making it fit into the cinematic universe and still surprising us. And, like, and, and yeah. Fox did it with Deadpool. Like, Deadpool Absolutely. was not a story that existed yeah. in a comic. Like, people always ask me, like, oh, what's that based off of? I'm like, <laughs> 12 <laughs> books? Like, it's yeah. so many different yeah. things. It's so, the same with it's Guardians. It's like little hints there yeah. and right. there, and then yeah. they like, expanded totally and unique. exploded. And it made yeah. it so perfect. And then, like, Guardians, you're saying, that yeah. turned into the comics yeah. in a way. Because like, Star-Lord yeah. now is much more Chris Pratt than yeah. Star-Lord <laughs> before Chris yeah. Pratt. And that's yeah. really fun, because, like, when life imitates art and art imitates life, you get an entirely new world. And And I was really worried, and I actually... I, we talked about this before. Uh, when they announced that Shield characters were going to be in the comics, I was like, nah, 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 nah. yeah. But now that it's been like a good year, year and a half, I, I love it. I think yeah. it's great. I think it integrates things. I think it's yeah. super positive, and it gives new readers and old readers alike something different to talk about. Yeah. So no, I, I love the merging of those worlds. Uh, so let's uh, uh, Doom. Did we go through all the pictures? I, I'm sorry. I've I've been uh, prattling on over here. Well, there um, was this one from uh, from Empire that came out like two days ago. Just of the oh, two of them. God, I love that. I love that. Oh, so there were there was some chatter on Twitter about how maybe this is a dream sequence because Strange doesn't have his goatee and he he, but he has gray hair and he didn't have gray hair when he was a doctor and um, I don't think that's. Correct. I think that he's always had like the gray streaks in his hair. I don't think that that happens after he loses his hand. So I think this is just a scene at the beginning of the film where the yeah. two of them are like reminiscing just... old times or flirting or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was kind of just wondering what was going on in the background. I mean, what requires a doctor and two nurses and it's not in an operating room? Drug deal. Oh, okay. <laughs> Drug okay, deal. Yeah. Yep, yep. yep. <laughs> they are very clearly growing marijuana. There we go. Yeah. New York. It's not like California yet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's exactly. Breaking Bad too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're making blue math. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, and then there's a picture of Casillas in a in a what looks like a, a beautiful uh, church. So, uh, anyway, let's move on real quick to uh, Strange is mostly confirmed to appear in Avengers: Infinity War, which we all were already guessing. Um, and it's not 100% confirmed. It's a quote that he uh, that uh, Cumberbatch had to Empire, where he said, The logistical challenge of aligning his schedule with those of Robert Downey Jr., Chris Hemsworth, Elizabeth Olsen, and Paul Bettany to get us all together will be quite something. That's why this character is being introduced to open up the next chapter, so watch this space to see how that unfolds. So he's saying, like, the logistical challenge of getting all of us together for one film is going to be crazy, which it is and will be, mm-hmm. but that... While that's not confirmation, that's basically saying they're trying to get us all together because I'm in the film and they're all in the film too. So, yeah. uh, again, I, it's not a, I don't think that's a surprise to anybody. No. Um, so, Koi, do you? I I know how much you love to talk about Doctor Strange, but I wonder <clears> if you <throat> would mind if we moved on to <laughs> Spider Man talk. I I've been sitting here playing the Deadpool theme song for like the, a lot of it, so I'm just like you know. 
you know, what's the Deadpool theme song? Like I just that's what plays in my head when I'm just like waiting for that to happen. So it's I'm good. Is what I'm saying. That's the summation. Oh, oh okay. I yeah. think I think we're allowed to move on. No, okay, okay. What I mean, we I mean we can still. I mean, what else? I mean, there's more to talk about, of course. I mean, no, are, I, are we can just skip Spider Man and go straight to Infinity War? Oh, oh, oh! You don't want to skip Spider Man? I'd like to talk about Spider. Oh, okay. Well, why why don't why don't you? Uh, I do you... believe right before the show, I was like, "Hey, Doom, there's a picture that meant a lot to me, and it's literally just Tom Holland standing. And if there's any way we can make that part of the show, that." Be real swell, and then Doom did that because and then Doom did that. I got you. I got because it Doom is. is Doom. Now I'd <laughs> like to point out that I started following Tom Holland's Instagram a few months ago, and at first I was like, "Hey, Tom Holland, he's like a really like attractive teen heartthrob guy." Mm-hmm. So before they were filming, it was just me feeling like weirdly insecure about looking at a teenage boy being like, "Hey, what sunsets?" But now it's been validated because <laughs> Tom Holland is Spider Man, and that is like a straight John Peter Jr. picture from the '90s comics. That it's really, is, it's a good picture. Really Look, good. like that really man's good. face is Spider Man. That man's hair is Spider Man. That costume is Spider Man. The lighting is Spider Man. That is a screen grab from a comic that doesn't exist because it's in 3D and in my life thank you everyone ever because everyone ever in the planet had to do the exact things they did to cause this image to exist oh my god so i'm thanking you the viewer thank you for whatever you did whatever you had for breakfast whatever you've ever done in your life that helped this thank you history of humanity seriously everyone that ever did a thing a butterfly flapped its wings in a park and and spider-man happened happened. I've, I, yes, I've never had a. I've, I and it's I. All of us working together made that happen. The yeah. human summit of my life is this image. That's it. That's a proof of humanity's <laughs> evolution, right there. Like I've always, I thought Andrew Garfield was the closest to Spider-Man I'd get until I saw Tom Holland. I always thought Tobey Maguire was a good Peter Parker, but I never felt like he was Spider-Man. And I get a lot of crap for it. Spider-Man Two. Is it is a near perfect film? I get it. I agree. But this is Spider-Man. Yeah. There's no part of him that isn't exactly what I always imagined Spider-Man well, to be. He is Spider-Man Peter Parker. He's like Marvel. Like he's... He's it? He's the full summation of everything that is that. And that's because humanity got me yeah. here. Yep. Mm. A butterfly. Uh, and I am narcissistic enough to thank you yep. all for getting me here. My <laughs> god, that's amazing. Uh, so I just, I don't know, when I saw this picture not only did it revitalize my love for Spider-Man that had been waning because of certain writers, but it also reminded me that every single kid gets to have a hero that's their age. And and mm-hmm. I, when Civil War came out, I talked to this a lot because uh, when I go to the movie theater, it's amazing to hear kids cheer and identify with someone and really <laughs> and really know what they're getting into with having a hero their age. But like that. That Spider-Man is is, yeah. is, is that and uh, this picture yes. is this put happening it up, right now? Put is this, it up, put is this the happening at me? Please. So this kid, this young man, <laughs> this very cherubic little boy, might have loved Spider-Man since he was about four years old, and this kid gets to see Tom Holland as Spider-Man, and that little action figure, and that shirt, and that binder on a podium. That's actualized, and that's amazing. And Shocker's in it too. Like I'm just, oh man, I so, couldn't be yeah, more. Yeah, those, so. those that haven't uh, followed Koi on Twitter, and why haven't you? Uh, this is him. <laughs> <laughs> this is '90s Koi that with is, that little rat tail. Yeah, yeah, I, we gotta, we gotta call attention to that rat tail. <laughs> that rat tail is epic. That was pre-episode one. I was a Padawan before it was a thing. <laughs> <laughs> like that rat tail is straight from uh, when the '80s didn't let it go away. I just yeah. held on to it. So you're to blame is what you're saying? Uh, yes, I influence Anakin is my fault. <laughs> yeah. For for those of you who are listening to us on iTunes and don't, you know, you can't see these pictures, we apologize, but w- there's a picture on Twitter of Koi 
how old are you in this? Five? Uh, I'm like five or six. I'm young. Uh, uh, in like this epic photo studio, and he's wearing a Spider-Man shirt with <laughs> the Spider-Man toys and a Spider-Man binder and the biggest smile ever. Worth noting, that Spider-Man shirt is custom hand-painted by my mom. What? My, so my dad traced a John Romita Jr. drawing because he's my favorite Spider-Man artist, and then they traced the animated logo, and then my mom got paint like the shirt no. paint and hand painted that is a wow. one of one shirt and today's my mom's birthday so what I oh, actually happy got birthday, awesome. birthday I didn't know that picture was gonna happen at me on my mom's birthday but now that it has she made that shirt my parents have been supportive of me loving comics since I could read my dad gave me my first comics he got me to be this person uh, and then my mom supported me that so Aww. I wanna I wanna thank my mom on her birthday my parents in general and everything that allowed uh, Marvel to become my family like it's, it's it's so important. So, uh, and thanks for sharing that journey with you guys. Yeah, and by the way, we should point out that it, uh, we mentioned all of this on the show last week, and, and like just <laughs> glowing about that picture because it's amazing. <laughs> uh, and then your mom is the one that tweeted it at us. Yes, like, she here's did. the picture. And I was like, <laughs> oh, oh my god, god. <laughs> here it is. Yeah. Uh, I'm the, just sitting at the job site, just like this is happening. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, so anyway, let's let's move on to the rest of these pictures. Uh, there are others. Uh, there are a lot of others. Doom, uh, 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 can you give us some of the uh, pink pajama pants and shirt? The, the the crazy shirt that says, like, I survived... My like, trip to New York. My trip to New York City, yeah. Yes. Uh, so, what do you think is going on here? Like, why... Like So, first of all, let's say, they've, they've wrapped filming in Atlanta. They're done with the uh, studios in Atlanta. Now they're doing some location shots. And everything that they... All the pictures that I've seen so far appear to be, like, almost like wild shots. I got a like, theory. Mm-hmm. About Make the it outfit. a little bit more New York. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. My theory, and it's super Ditko Spider Man, it's super classic era, is that he had his clothes in a backpack. Uh-huh. Had to put the backpack uh-huh. down because uh-huh. he was taking pictures. Uh-huh. Backpack got swiped because he's in New York. Uh-huh. Had to find whatever clothes he could. I. <laughs> That is, that is my exact theory. That is my exact theory. And man, I hope that happens because that is so classic Spider-Man. Let's just like the dude's an underdog, and then he gets kicked around. Like yeah. he's already struggling. He's already going through some stuff. He's probably got to go to school like this, I imagine, yeah. or he's got to get home. So I love that they're going that way with him. Yeah, no, I, I love That's that. Funny. And, and to, to throw into this, there were also a couple of videos um, taken where he was changing into his Spider-Man outfit. So I took some screen caps of it as best as I could. Um, from 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 Twitter, but uh, it's him. Like he he rips a shirt off, like he rips his shirt off and kicks his pants off, and then roots around in a backpack and pulls out a Spider Man outfit. And then the next picture is a different video. You can see him like doing his best to pull it on. You can see like the little spider logo on the back and everything. Like <laughs> he pulls his hood on. He's like, Ugh. then there's some more video of him like running out of an alley. Like he throws his backpack down, runs out of an alleyway, and yeah. then you see that classic. Like, uh, the best, the best uh, zipper I can tell you from personal experience that is horrible to try to get all the way up to the neck. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. yeah. It's like oh, he's Spider Man. Oh, he's basically kid. a contortionist. He's got to like whip, he's got to whip it with a web he, and then pull it around. If he doesn't have like awesome. some, that would be awesome. That would be awesome. Either that or he carries around thread to put the, of the zipper to be like, Ugh. Uh, oh, someone's dying. I've got to get this zipper up. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, and uh, Doom. I don't know if you have it, but there's a classic picture of him um, doing the, like the thwip, like where it's like diagonal. I, I saw it earlier. I think you've got it in there somewhere. Uh, but that's why I. That's what I think is going on. Uh, is he's running into action, then he gets his backpack stolen, then he goes back to his backpack, and he's like, "Oh come on!" Yeah, exactly. Like I love the. I just did all this and there still, because that's Spider Man. God, look at that picture though. 
It's oh. Spider-Man. We did it. <laughs> we, we did it. We did it, everybody. We did it, you guys. We did it. If, uh, if there's a reason to it. invent a time machine, to go forward <laughs> into time, it's to catch that movie right now. Oh, mm-hmm. 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've never been as yeah. excited for anything, and Deadpool was this year. I've never been. Because like, De- Spider-Man, since I was four, Deadpool happened because Spider-Man wasn't being written right, in my very uh, selfish opinion. So when Spider-Man is now back to being Spider-Man, there's nothing more exciting. Like, there's nothing... Like, the election is happening, and even if my person doesn't win, I'm still have Spider-Man. So it's getting me yeah. through some yeah. tough times. <laughs> well, if there's any any way to say that how much Marvel has hit its stride, it's, it's with the these number pictures. of films. It's, it's all of this right now. Every film we go, oh my god, this is the next thing, and the next film comes up, and we're, oh my god, look what they're doing with that, and the next one pops up. We're like, oh my. God. The fact they <laughs> shot four Stanley's yeah. cameos at once is how much faith they have in everything, and how much they should. Yeah, yeah. like that. Keep. We, I keep bringing it up because I keep forgetting how exciting it is. And you're like, no, we've already reported that. He shot four cameos at once. They're invested like six years in the future, yeah. even in cameos. They're such a finely oiled machine that they're going to be like, oh, let's just shoot that in a day. Okay, cool. And then they put it in the movie. Yeah. That's insane. Well, and we, I was going to touch on this later, but while you're talking about it, uh, they, the, the Marvel, like, Marvel Studios talked with Disney about the next decade, like 2020 to 2030. Like, they're already laying the groundwork yeah. for that, which. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. There's part of me that's like, maybe we end with phase three and that's okay. And then we take a break or maybe like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like I haven't decided, like, obviously I don't want that to happen, but there's some, there's a part of me that's like, maybe we take a break. Maybe we breathe, take a breath, let this saga end and then restart a new saga. But I don't know. I don't. I, I don't. I'm know. on both sides because there's, no, exactly, there's enough material exactly. that you can keep going forever. But there's also like the superhero fatigue thing. Uh, mm-hmm. But I also think that as long as and hopefully, if smaller movies can keep being good, they'll happen more. Because right now it is really hard for small films. It's yeah. really there's there's no such thing as a middle budget film anymore. No. There's there's mm-hmm. under twenty and ten million dollar films, and then there's hundred million dollar, two hundred million dollar, two hundred sixty million dollar Jurassic World. That's crazy. They can just build yeah. a park at this point. Yeah. Just make Jurassic make, Park make, and yeah. film it. Dinosaur. Yeah. Make yeah. Yeah, yeah, just make it happen. So the fact that these things are causing that middle to die is hard for me because I really love dramedies and I really love rom-coms that have a little budget and stuff. Um, So I am on both sides, but I also know that when I was a kid, this is all I ever wanted, and now kids are getting all they ever wanted. So at the end of the day, we're shaping superheroes. Like We're we're having kids have something to look up to and have a moral compass all day. Yeah, it is worth... I think it's uh, possible um, if, as long as they keep on doing cross-genre with it. Mm-hmm. Like how Jessica Jones wasn't just superheroes. Exactly, you know, yeah. It was more than that. And it yeah. was extremely relatable. It was gritty. It was crime drama yeah. also. So as long as they do that, then they can always have a little bit of sprinkling. We yeah. don't have to have it hugely epic after Phase 3 is over, but we can still have it as part of like yeah. the language, part of the dynamic. Yeah. And I just want to go on the record and say that I, I swear to God, if Marvel cannot do like a Fantastic Four thing in Phase Four, like if Fox just is like that stubborn, oh my God, I'll be so mad. <laughs> I will be so frustrated. Like I will be so like. And it's not even that I'm a giant Fantastic Four fan. I mean, I love Fantastic Four. I love Reed Richards and 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 on all of that. Uh, but Fox just they can't they can't like they they've done the X Men well. They they killed Deadpool. That was great. But they can't do Fantastic Four. No. And just, please no. just stop. Just stop. <laughs> Look at what Marvel's done for Sony and Spider-Man. Just stop. And just stop. Just stop. I just stop. Okay. I'm moving on. Moving on. Moving on. on. Moving Doom. on. 
<laughs> pull some strings, make this happen. It, it is just worth noting that uh, uh, Feige has been on the record saying like they they always have multiple plans in place. Yeah. Like before Guardians came out, they had multiple. They had a, they had a whole plan of attack should Guardians have failed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's I mean, why that re- that uh, announcement of like the next five years took took from uh, took moved to October instead of at San Diego. Yeah, because they were scared about Guardians. Yeah, as they should have been. That was like an untested thing. That was wacky. And what are we doing? But yeah. then, like that confidence paid off, and they they finally saw the you know the the finished product, and were like, now nah, we're gonna make like a thousand of these sequels. We're good. <laughs> so yeah, I think they've they've just they've embraced their joy basically yeah. with it, yeah. and that's no, that's, that's a, the thing that's selling. That's a great way to say it, you know. Mm. Like, and that's what uh, it's so funny that they embraced their joy, um, and then when that happened. Uh, the CW was like, "Hey, let's make mm-hmm. let's make the Flash and let's make it bright and optimistic. Let's just give it a yeah, shot instead of like dark and, and dystopic like Arrow. Let's do that." And then the CW took off. Mm-hmm. I think people like just audiences in general are like, "Hey, you know what sucks? A lot of stuff that's going on in the world. Um, I don't want to watch stuff suck on TV or yeah. until be happy over there in the movie theater. Escapism, yeah, yeah, it's escapism. Like, yeah. there's still room for drama. There's still room for that stuff. There's still room for going to a film for catharsis and, and great narrative and great story mm-hmm. and everything else. But I think in general, the world is like, so this election's a like a, a um, mashup of horrible. Um, <laughs> let's shiny objects, shiny objects, shiny objects. Shiny objects. Shiny objects yeah. You know, so I, I think that there's a lot to say for Guardians being like. Mm-hmm. Here's the joy and Marvel going, this is awesome. Embrace that, you know. So, I think that's it. Well done, Marquia. Well done. We're all proud of you. Oh. We're all proud of you for you that. You did quote. this for us. My brought us this. Thank you. Yes. A butterfly flopped in the park and Marquia said that. That's true. That there you go. So, <laughs> thank you, Humanity. <laughs> all connected. Yeah. <laughs> thank you to Marquia a lot today, guys. We <laughs> appreciate you. Uh, so let's talk Avengers in... Did I just say Avengers? That's an Avenger combo medley. It's the French version. Avengers. I just... Like, so upset every person in France with that. Uh, we just lost all of our French readers. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, before we move on, uh, Paul Grant had a good thing to say. He said, uh, this is why Daredevil and Flash are so great, because we've got gritty and we've got lighthearted. Yeah. I yeah. totally agree. I think a balance totally is Totally agree. Totally agree. So I think escape... I mean, I love the Netflix arguably more than the movies. Uh, so I think having a balance of both is really important, and I think that, that going forward, as long as they maintain that, we won't have that yeah. first. But the thing... The, here's the thing that I think... And maybe I'm completely wrong because I'm biased, and that's completely fair uh, criticism. But I feel like the Netflix stuff that they do with Marvel isn't gritty for the sake of gritty. Agreed. Where I feel like maybe with Arrow um, and and the DC stuff, and again, biased. I know Twitter rage me all you want. <laughs> I'm, you're probably right. But it feels like they're like, we should be gritty because the Nolan films, those were gritty. So let's be gritty. And, and Marvel's like, no, nah, this is like, not a great world to be in. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes it gritty, and that's an unfortunate side effect and of the story. I so. love the Nolan films because they were art house films in a superhero world. Yeah, like their yeah. darkness wasn't gritty for the sake of being like you know David Fincher's a good director. What if everything's like him? Because I, yeah. David Fincher's my yeah. favorite director, but they all have a style that is substance over style, and yeah. that's the difference between like movies then, movies now. And mm-hmm. I feel like Nolan Batman films haven't been topped. Yeah, yet. Yeah. Yeah, it goes into that cross-genre thing. 
where it's yeah. just like it's it's different things that you can relate to and mm-hmm. when it's presented in a finished product. I was like, oh, wow, yeah. I didn't even realize that I wanted this, but now this is in my life, and now I want this some more. Yeah, and the right storyline at the right time. Like, getting a John Hughes Spider-Man now, brilliant. Yes. And maybe later we can have a Craven's Last Hunt, and that will be dark because the storyline's dark. You know what I mean? Like, oh, my wow. God, man. If we could, if they could find a way but to do Craven's Last Hunt. You can't yeah. do that. So as long man. as the source material and the writing and everything calls for it, make it as dark as you want, but make sure that's the reason you're doing it, not for the sake of, like, Dim the lights. Yeah, yeah. You know what's really gritty? Gritty. Let's make it gritty. Yeah. yeah. yeah this is going to be Pouches. like asphalt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so let's talk about Avengers. Uh, let's talk about Avengers. Um, uh, Avengers Infinity War is going to start with the exact premise of the Infinity Gauntlet comic book crossover series as opposed to the actual Infinity War storyline. This is according to Latino Review Online. Uh, Marvel's Avengers uh, will feature the mad titan Thanos trying to impress the personification of death. Um, yeah, that's this, right. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, I'm ex- I, I yes, hope that's huge. Yeah, no, are you shrugging off death? No, 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 I'm no not this shrugging isn't a anything surprise. Off. I don't feel like that's oh, okay. a surprise. This is a surprise. I, I felt like it was a surprise. I didn't think they'd go there. Really? Even after Mjolnir holding Thor, even after Guardians of the Galaxy, even after everything, I never thought they'd be like death incarnate. Sure, but yeah. that's insane. But I think with Doctor Strange, that is opening the door for them to do that because now they're showing the different dimensions and, and the demons yeah. and stuff. It's like, okay, now we're introducing you to this part of the world. So when we bring up a personification of death, everyone's already on for the ride. Oh, I mean, I'm super exactly. happy. And then of yeah, course, we'd all be on for the ride. But right. we're talking yeah. everybody else would now be like, oh, okay, this makes sense. I've been introduced to these ideas, and now I can see as this exactly. is part of the universe. So now the Infinity Gauntlet can exist. Because we have everything in this one movie, in this one place. And, of course, we have to have the personification of death because Thanos has to impress somebody. Right. Yeah. No, I love that it's a thing. I just was, sh- I was shocked. I'm still incredulous that it's well, an option. And, and here's the thing. This is a total rumor. Like, that's that's another reason I'm just like, all right. Right. Like, I hope that that's true. And, and I think that it might be. Like, totally makes sense. Because Marvel has proven it's like... Uh, yeah, we're gonna send the Guardians to uh, nowhere. It's a giant severed celestial head. You get that, right? Like they've proven they're willing to go to that weird cosmic yeah, man. WTF sort of side of thing. And the audience was them. like, "Yeah, do that more. Like we like, like that. Like, we like it. Giant celestials with giant staffs killing entire planets with a little bitty singularity. Sure, on board. Let's do it. Yeah. I, and I wonder where they're gonna go with the storyline. I mean, are they gonna have it where Nebula is the one that you yeah. know grabs the gauntlet from yeah. him, or are they exactly. gonna go in a different direction? Where are they it? going with it? Like, it's yeah. gonna be in like is Adam Warlock gonna whip in and it's like here's phase four everybody <laughs> like welcome to this wacky character like yeah well, i guess where's magus yeah see oh where, my god where, where is he? if they do where magus <laughs> oh my god uh nerding out okay. moving on um, and we will all happily go with the ride yeah we will <laughs> like, magus sure bring it on let's, let's just see cast the, the right. church as long as you cast right here we are yeah let's see the church of universal truth let's mm-hmm. let's freaking do it uh so yeah like that's like to me it's like this is coming from like a 50 50 source where it feels like it could just be a headline. You know, like Latino <laughs> Review sometimes is like, knock, we got this out of the park, but then there's other times we're like, no, but it's death. But it's for real <laughs> death, okay? Uh, like, I hope people click on this link. So, um, so yeah, I, I hope that that's the case. I think it could be. But whatever. Yeah. I think LRM got it right this time. I feel. Like I hope they did. Good, I, I hope they did. Have to go down. Uh, we're not going to talk about this because we don't have time. But just to yeah. throw it out there, Civil War is not over yet, according to the Russo brothers. They said we always thought of this movie as the start of the war. It's not over yet. So well, Infinity War, like everything else, are probably going to still be dealing so with everyone it. Everyone that we, made yeah. fun of it being a civil skirmish, it was because it's starting a bigger thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, here's a big thing. Uh, does T'Challa's ring have special powers? Uh, 
Black Panther's ring is special to him because it was worn by his father, the king, according to the Russo brothers. But then they went on to add, when he puts it on for the first time in Civil War, it's symbolic of him taking on his father's role. As for its powers, we will have to wait for the Black Panther movie. They're neither confirming that it has anything or denying anything. I think that's just some sweet bait. I think so, too. I I don't know. Uh, I mm. I rewatched the movie like three times this week, if I'm going to be perfectly honest Only three? (laughs) (laughs) And that was just in one night. (laughs) Uh, But there's a moment when uh, when he's fighting the the Winter Soldier after Mm. he's re-brainwashed where it looks like there's a magnet in his ring holding his metal arm back. Um, so go back if you go back huh. and watch that scene like hit, Winter Soldier's arm just like sort of like freezes like it's being mm-hmm. held but there's nothing physically holding it back I think it was more like because the ring's vibranium and it was just like one of those it, that it, was how I took it yeah but it, I mean it was when clear I saw that the movie, ring was doing something I think it was more like a call and response type of a thing between like metals it could, but, it could also have just been we'll like some it. really awkward fight choreography that just wasn't noticed until late well, there was a so, surprise on Bucky's face. Like, he wasn't sure what was quite happening. I don't um, know. I may the, be overreading maybe, it. The, the he su- might have been surprised at a Black Panther's strength and agility. That's, that's the way I took it, because yeah. I think I know exactly the scene that you're talking about. And I always took it as, like, I've got a metal arm. How did you stop this? You know? <laughs> uh, but here's here's what I think would be cool, is if it doesn't actually have any powers, like, fight-wise, mm-hmm. but it has, like, the soul, the soul Stone in it that allows him to connect to the Forefathers, and, like, only the King can connect to the Forefathers. That's that's where my head went. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That was kind of my... I was like, oh, that would be kind of a cool thing. Uh, did we already talk about the Untitled Fox film and how that's coming out on IMAX? I think we did, right? We did not. Uh, no. Don't Yet. Did we not? No. no but no, now we have. As, right, long, as, long, as, long, as, as long as that we entire headline, yeah. we're fine. Uh, in 2018, Fox has an untitled uh, uh, Marvel film coming out in IMAX. There you go. We don't know what it is. <laughs> I have no idea what it is. No, I don't know. We don't have. We have no okay. idea what it is. And like to me, like to me, that is not news because to me, that's accepted fact that Mar- that Fox will have a film coming out. But IMAX is so much more exciting than that. No, that is very exciting, and it would be awesome to see like the new mutants there. Or I love IMAX me. so much. IMAX is what I thought James Cameron thought 3D was going to be. IMAX is like I think the next state of cinema because it's so much more immersive. Like yeah. true IMAX. Mm-hmm. A lot of fake IMAXs because they sold their name are just sure. like big screen. But IMAX, when you're in that right slant and you're mm-hmm. experiencing the movie, you're like in an airplane soaring with heroes. Yeah. And the fact that Fox and Marvel are making something that I can like fly with some I IMAX is, is transcendent. Yeah. No, okay. no, but here's but here's the thing. Like they didn't announce that entire film. Like they weren't like Deadpool 3 is gonna be filmed entirely in IMAX. Because I'd be dead. Well no, but the, the <laughs> I would have had a heart attack the, right now. The next two Avengers films are being filmed completely on IMAX. Which is insane. Every yeah. single scene. Like even scenes like I'm talking to you. Oh, are you? Like that is gonna be filmed in I'm IMAX. With you. <laughs> yes, they're talking. Yeah, you know what I'm <laughs> saying? He coming out of me right now. <laughs> no, but like remember the first time you saw the scene in the Dark Knight that went full IMAX and, and you were in the theater you yeah. were suddenly like <gasps> and it changed mm-hmm. everything mm-hmm. And, and Chris Nolan's next film that World War II film shot entirely in IMAX IMAX is is capable of of having you feel like when you're a kid and you're in a movie theater where you're yeah. so ingrained so the fact that Fox and Marvel are investing already ahead of time yeah. and announcing it I think is a very big deal no I totally to agree report. totally agree uh, but like again like there's nothing to report because they're also doing uh, <laughs> Maze Runner Predator like 
uh, and Alita, like those are also going to be oh. IMAX films in 2018. Shane Black, Fox Fred, is really, so Wait, wait, wait. Is, is Maze Runner? I thought that was like held because of. I don't know. Like... Maze Runner was part of the announcement. They okay, restarted production. They did. Yeah. On Death Cure. Yep. Nice. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Uh, but the the Fox movie is heretofore untitled, so all we can do is speculate what the 2018 film is going to be. Uh, which is fun to do. I just, I kind of didn't see it as like giant news. Like, that's oh, fair. Fox is going to do a Marvel film. Well, oh, that's yeah. giant news because it's obvious. <laughs> <laughs> Get out. I, <laughs> you're an idiot. I love, I love that you're so uh, about it. I'm just like, uh, yeah, I'll pay for this movie. Um, oh, this fits in my time frame. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care if it's 3D or IMAX. I'm like, great. I need to see a two o'clock movie. See that one. I'll see yeah. that one. I'm, yeah. I'm anti post conversion of both IMAX and 3D, but when something is shot in native IMAX, mm-hmm. I, I don't even, if it's like Meryl Streep talking and reading the dictionary in IMAX, I'm like, I will. Be there with you, Meryl. <laughs> Tell me more about onomatopoeias. <laughs> onomatopoeias. Yes, she's, she's there with them. me. I don't know all them. Onomatopoeias. <laughs> that is now in the dictionary. She's reading. I've done it. But yeah, Splash, it's sploosh. It's a there very unique go. experience, and I'm very uh, obviously excited. All right, so you get you get one you get one thing to say when I ask this question. What do you think the 2018 Marvel Fox film will be? I'm saying it's going to be New Mutants. Like, I think it's going to be the New Mutants film. I think that a lot of the speculation is leaning towards that. So. Yeah. I mean, that's a very... As long as it's not Fantastic Four, I'm perfectly happy. All right. Still a good answer. I'm going to say it's Fantastic Four. Get out. Stop it. I'm going to Stop it. But is is Marvel and Fox teaming up? Or is it just Fox doing it? It's probably just Fox doing it. Then get out. I'm sorry. Stop it. Get out. I'd love for them to team up together. I'd love that, but... You know, uh, uh, what I want it to be (laughs) is finally the first film where Marvel and Fox have teamed up and and something with X-Men and Mm -hmm. Avengers. That's Mm -hmm. not what it's going to be. That's what I want it to be. I I accept that dream as a dream. What I think it will be, because of the success of the first one, Imagine if Deadpool 2 put half its budget literally into the cameras and the other half keeping the budget small, Mm -hmm. but the film large. So you have the maintained limited sensibilities of a low-budget film to keep Deadpool Mm -hmm. his core, but you shoot it in IMAX, so everything's scope is insane. That'd so be cool. It'd be full banana sandwich, but yeah. still. All right, we gotta move on. We gotta yeah. move on. I like the I answer. That. They're both dreams. Yeah. Because uh, we gotta get to Luke Cage, but first we have to talk to Doom about S.H.I.E.L.D. Go! Doom! Oh, go! Man. Oh, You're man. unleashed! Go! <laughs> Uh, but keep it last... tight. Keep it tight. <laughs> You're okay. long leashed. As I keep getting interrupted. Keep it, keep it tight because Luke Cage. <laughs> we just keep Friday. interrupting. All right, Doom, <laughs> right, your time's up. Sorry. Thanks, Sorry. For, <laughs> thanks for calling yeah. in. Call put, put it on Twitter. Put it on Twitter. Uh, look, I mean, I, could talk, I talked about it for an hour last week and I'm still talking about it. Ghost Rider looked unbelievable. Oh, so um, good. Like all the concern that we had that it was going to look like that Yahoo photo that they put out was dissuaded pretty quickly. The transformation scene that the, that they had was just great. Uh, the team the team has basically been completely separated, which is the which is the interesting thing because it puts us it puts all the characters in a new dynamic where like Simmons is like weirdly in this motherly figure and I think they actually put her on platform shoes to make her taller than Did they really? Day. That's interesting. Yeah, we found a photo where she's like because uh, she it looked like she was taller. She did uh, look she taller. May, and they literally put her in platform shoes. Uh, but but Ghost Rider, if I could find the photos, yeah, this just looks. I I have so to good. admit I have to admit some of this some of the pictures that were coming out I was like all right like I'm like I like Shield so I'm like I'm on board for the Ghost Rider I'll, I'll see this mm-hmm. uh, but then like Shield like like they far surpassed my expectations of what that was going to look like I was like whoa that's 
that's ghostwriter. That's amazing. That's so cool. Like, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I thought it was super fun, and I thought they handled the character really well. It's, they made, they managed to do a oh, great, yeah. just, just like blend of the Robbie Reyes helmet esque yeah. skull and the traditional Ghost Rider actually being a skull because you can see like the veins of it yeah. that you see on on Robbie Reyes's version, um, and the the fact that he his fight with Quake the like the penance stare yeah that, like didn't affect her the the deeper meaning behind that and what that's going to imply with her. Like drug addiction at storyline from last season is huge, and I'm I'm actually really looking forward to tonight's episode, which is going to see uh, the new director revealed. Yeah, see what that means. I'm still saying it's Jim Hammond. Oh, dude, there's no way it's Jim Hammond. He's not going to catch on fire and be an android. Well, but that I mean, would be well, awesome. They've introduced it, and we met our first like real life LMD in oh, yeah, Ida yeah. last and week. Ida, yeah, that was so great. So now, if we want to talk about uh, artificial intelligence, and they did say it was outlawed after Age of Ultron yeah. across the world, uh, I, st- I think a human torch is a great way to go. Uh, yeah, no. Yeah, those, yeah, are my, yeah. those, are, those are my two cents. Uh, more tonight at uh, uh, 11 p.m. Uh, Eastern Time, 8 p.m. Pacific Time. Yeah. Nice. <clears throat> All right. Can yes. I say yep. that was the first clip that has me considering going back and trying after trying every year since it started. Dude, on, honestly, <laughs> it was very, very cool. honestly, it was I, very cool. really cool. And like, that like, Ghost Rider looks better than the movie Ghost Riders oh, with eight 100%, times the budget. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. That's TV. That's ABC. That's ABC, yeah. and that looks yeah. amazing. And they're yeah. really using their ten p.m. slot. The first five oh, minutes had a guy get his spine pulled out. Oh yeah, yeah. Whoa. As he did. yeah. Yeah, okay. like, they have totally just, taken advantage of their time right there. I think yeah. they have every decision they made a smart decision with that to move has it, been yeah. really spot on. Cool. I'm gonna say officially, I'm gonna watch this season, you guys. I, I get a lot of I get a lot of guff from the fans, and I love you guys. Mm-hmm. So for you, and because right. of that, so I'm gonna do it. so challenge. We have one. So uh, uh, a quick challenge to the fans: uh, uh, somehow write a haiku. <laughs> Or something <laughs> to catch Coit up on what's going on in, in this season. That like if, if you can that find a like awesome. find a way to summarize where Shield is at for Coy and just tweet it <laughs> at Coy and our Marvel News uh, yeah. to catch him up so he's so he can watch and, and know what's a, going on. If it's a haiku, use the five seven five. That'd yeah. be easier. Yeah, yeah, that's way easier. I will read my favorite five next week. <laughs> awesome. There Love you it. go. Uh, all right. Uh, so, but we are speaking moving of Nick Cage. On. Yeah, Nick Cage. Uh, Marquia, <laughs> Actually, that's pretty close. Like, yeah, yeah. That's, that's pretty close. close. That's what yeah, he named himself after, so we'll just turn yeah, it right over to Marquia, I want Nick you, Cage. I know you're super excited about this. <laughs> I want you to take this conversation and run as far and as fast and as long as you want. Okay. Oh, all right, then. All right. Let's do this. Great. You, like, I've got stuff listed here. I've got yeah. quotes. I, I, I've got my favorite moments, but... I, of the trailer, what we're excited about, everything else, but this is this is your Doctor Strange, this is your Spider-Man slash Deadpool, <laughs> and I want you to just run. Can I put you on the spot and do uh, that? Sure, sure. Because uh, um, I can start the conversation if you prefer. I yeah, don't mean to no, put you no, on the no. spot. But. No, this is cool. Okay, so like the uh, the, the it's the latest trailer, uh, the last trailer Drop actually that we're gonna yeah. get um, for Luke Cage. If you haven't seen it, it's like two minutes thirty seconds. It is well worth watching um, after our show's over if you haven't <laughs> yeah. seen it already. Don't watch it now. No, no. But um, there's a number of things with Luke Cage. I'm sure you're already familiar. I mean, there's been all the advertising out for it. And if there hasn't, um, Koi and I. Uh, do a please explain Luke Cage. I believe we both have it on our Twitter, so you can check so that out. So screen junkies, right? Yeah. yeah. 
not gonna lie, we killed it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and let me sweet. let me throw this disclaimer out there for the trailer before you get yeah. started. Uh, a lot of trailers, especially closer to the the release, spoil the hell out of what you're about to watch. It's like, mm. oh my god, remember that Doomsday guy? Here he is. It like this trailer doesn't do that. This trailer isn't a spoilery trailer. This trailer gives you some great moments. It shows you what you already know is in the show, just expanded just a little bit more. But it is a great trailer. Yeah, I no, love this trailer. It's, it's so perfect. It's- perfectly seamless i mean it can it speaks to people that have no idea what luke cage is and then it speaks to uh actual you know people from og Mm -hmm. luke cage and then people from like the latest luke cage i mean uh for every oh okay so this first picture that's up here uh you have uh, this is misty knight she is a new york police detective um and she's supposed to be like working with the bomb squad kind Mm -hmm. of thing i don't know if they're going with the bomb squad angle Mm -hmm. with this but this is her realizing that Luke Cage was in this firefight, and he's not hurt, but there are bullet holes. He should <laughs> absolutely be hurt. He should he should be dead. Yeah. Um, uh, and one of the things, um, Chio Choker, he's the he's the person that is uh, like the head honcho for Luke Cage. Um, you know him from Southland, mm-hmm. and um, I believe Notorious. I think mm-hmm. he wrote for that. Uh, he didn't realize uh, at the time the. Well, he didn't aim for the political ramifications mm-hmm. of having what's basically a bulletproof black man mm-hmm. walking through, you know, mm-hmm. a hail of bullets. Uh, he actually likened it to um, the Terminator scene where you have Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, walking through the police station. Yeah. But then, of course, the times that we live in. Oh, uh, can you put that back uh, real quick? There's actually a cameo by Stan Lee in this. Oh, he's yeah. A, he's yeah. a poster. Oh, nice. Yeah, you can yeah. see it in the trailer. It's it's right there on the uh, see a crime <laughs> report it. <laughs> nice. Okay, so uh, with this trailer uh, and why it responds to OG as opposed to and new fans mm-hmm. too is because it tells you that this is like a crime drama. This is uh, not necessarily a rags to riches uh, so much as rags to hero mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. a story. Uh, because the thing that always got me about Luke Cage is that he he okay started off as a gangbanger and then. He just, he wanted to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. And then because of circumstances with when he was experimented on the Seagate prison, he winds up with, um, in the OG comics, they call it steel hard skin. Mm-hmm. Uh, and because of him just wanting to be a good person, to be the best kind of person that he could be in those circumstances, he then becomes a hero for hire. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, which... Makes sense to me. Makes total sense. You know, if I ended up with bulletproof skin and I'm like, oh, I still got to pay my rent. Oh, <laughs> let me let me make this work. But um, with the trailer, uh, it shows you like this uh, some of the things that he has to go through. Like uh, they have this character Cottonmouth, mm-hmm. uh, which you see is uh, played by Mahershala Ali, who's amazing. Oh. Uh, mm-hmm. But they show that in this trailer, so you know that you have that main antagonist. Mm-hmm. And then you see that there's a political bent with it, because you see Mariah Dillard, who's uh, mm-hmm. supposed to be cousin to um, Cottonmouth Stokes. I don't know if they're going to go that mm-hmm. round with it. But also in the OG comics, Mariah, although she's called Black Mariah, <laughs> 70s. Uh, <laughs> she's called Black Mariah uh, in OG comics, and she's like very huge. She's, she's a very massive. huge person. But the the thing with her was that she would, um, she had this whole 
company thing where ambulances would basically take people that were hurt, mm-hmm. people that were freshly dead, and they would rob them. Mm-hmm. And then they were dump robbing the cadavers, basically. Were, yeah. yeah. So um, it's interesting to note, like, in the trailer that there is an ambulance, which is, I know, you saw that, yeah. right? I was like, oh, oh, I wonder. Oh. Yeah. Because yeah. you wonder, because she's mm-hmm. she's obviously the politician. And even in this trailer, they have um, Cottonmouth going like, you need men like me mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. you to stay in business. Yeah. And then there's even a scene further in the trailer where it looks like you have a shot of Mariah against a brick wall. Mm-hmm. And then you see Cottonmouth throw someone off the top of a building. And mm-hmm. you have to wonder if she's one of those three people that's standing there mm-hmm. on that roof. Because then that takes it to a whole nother whole level. other level where she's she is what, like, I mean... I, I read somewhere like where someone a quote someone said where uh, she uh, combined with Cottonmouth are like Kingpin basically, but mm. like she's more of the political bent, he's more of the gangster bit, whereas Kingpin's like a bit more of a whole package of both politics and gangster. Yeah, she's Kingpin as a politician, he's Kingpin the gangster, and together they form. Which that sort of tri- is that awesome because yeah. that gives her plausible deniability, which yeah. makes it really strong to have two these two heads yeah. that are you know doing these same crimes. Yeah. Oh man. And uh, she can just like put all the blame on him, like, mm-hmm. like, and he and he can take it because then oh you know something happens uh, politically or mm-hmm. like with the law where oh he ends up off mm-hmm. on a technicality that she helped uh-huh. make happen. So it's like that's that's a really powerful duo for Luke Cage. Just this regular guy mm-hmm. with these powers all of a sudden and he has to, you know, make that happen. Okay, so I do have a couple of questions for yeah. this trailer. Um, and uh, please feel free to chime in with it. All right, so and I see like your moments thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, bringing up, well, first I want to bring up the timeline of things. Um, where is this Luke Cage happening in the timeline with uh, Jessica Jones? Because um, what I'm wondering with it, because we obviously have Claire Temple um, involved with Luke Cage mm-hmm. with this, and that's an OG also. Well, she was Dr. Claire Temple, but mm-hmm. we're not going to start on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when Luke Cage is in Jessica Jones' apartment and Claire Temple comes to then try to you know, use the syringe and obviously she can't get past um, his uh, his invulnerable skin. She to me, it acted like she didn't know who he was. They've, mm-hmm. they've clarified that this is post Jessica Jones. However, yeah, this is this is a few months after Jessica Jones. Yeah, they okay. hinted that there will be flashbacks, but the the bulk of the show takes place after Jessica Jones. Okay, well then that 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 makes sense, and that's gonna. That answers all that. Yeah. That answers that. Okay, so then with a Misty Knight, they have in this trailer. Uh, where Misty Knight, and I noticed this was on your moments, mm-hmm. uh, Matt, where she has uh, a smear of blood on the mm-hmm. right side of her face. She's sweaty against the wall, and she's like, uh, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think... I don't you don't think, think it's the arm? I don't think it's the arm there. Uh, I think maybe that's just like a regular she got shot sequence. Okay. And it's like, okay, uh, you know, so far so good kind of a thing. Uh, just for the simple fact, like, she loses her arm um, by basically protecting mm-hmm. other people, you know, in that mm-hmm. bomb, bomb mm-hmm. attack where she just, you know, three, two, one, she doesn't throw it mm-hmm. far enough. I mean, I guess it could go the route of maybe Luke Cage is there and shields the rest of her body mm-hmm. and then just the arm mm-hmm. is out there. But I don't know. She There wasn't enough blood and she wasn't hurt enough for that to That's be fair. That, the event. I, I didn't take it as like her arm got blown off yeah. and she's just like, oh, I'm just chilling here with my <laughs> arm just completely severed. I took it as like, 
maybe she's been shot or injured in mm-hmm. such a way that they're going to have to amputate the arm? No, and, like, no, it has to be the bomb attack. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> has to be the bomb. Has to it's, be the bomb. It's her origin, man. Yeah. It has to be. <laughs> it's like an ant biting Spider-Man. Doesn't play. <laughs> no. It has to be, uh, because but, the reason why it has to be is because it has to be like national attention enough for Stony Tark to Stony, Stony Tark. Tark. Stony Tark, Stony love Stony it, Tark. Mr. Stank. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> mirror, mirror. That yeah. alternate Tony Stark. Yeah, I'm telling Tony you. Stank. For him to notice to then replace, you know, her arm, you know, with a uh, Stark Industries. Sure. I mean, it has to be that big. It has to be this hero cop moment, and I don't okay. want them to take. That That's fair. Me. That's fair. So. I, I hope that they don't. Uh, uh, but like that, I mean, I was like. Uh, he rescues her, and she's got a bloody face on her right side. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is this the arm? Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing that um, Koi brought up when we were doing the screen junkie thing that uh, I don't think it made the editing floor. Um, he brought up <laughs> he brought up about uh, the musicality of oh. Luke Cage. Oh, um, yeah, he wanted to beautiful. like. Because I know that you were really I, feeling... It's, my, it's probably the thing... My, now, quickly, my thought on Luke Cage, since this is the last show before we all see it oh, and the world the changes, right. it's the mm-hmm. last Friday. time we'll have this. I love that we don't know a thing, pretty much. Like, you know Luke yeah. Cage like crazy. Yeah. I know Luke Cage fairly well. I don't know what the show is. And they've yeah. had, like, ten minutes of trailers that haven't revealed very much in the 13 hours. I love that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, the musicality aspect, and we talked about this when they first announced it, is that they want it to feel like like that. Mm-hmm. They want it to feel like you're listening to a good album. They want each track to lead in the next, each episode to like have a flavor and influence the last and the next. And I love the idea of binge-watching mirroring our original binge-watching, which was albums. <laughs> yeah. Like, you nice. young whippersnappers yeah. may not remember these days, but there used to be a time when music was good enough you listened to every song. Uh, it, it, there was, like we, we used to have a culture with music where it wasn't just trying to sell a single moment you try to speak to a people through an entire experience and that experience was community related like because you'd, you'd play an album you'd go out and talk to your boys about it you'd have like an experience where you'd share and that is netflix now like stranger yeah. things was an album stranger yeah, things is something that you was. play you experience and then you freak out with your people about and luke cage modeling themselves to do that oh, is yeah brilliant. So I'm super excited about the idea of it not just being like a, a greatest hits. It's literally an experience that you play with. So yeah. thank you. And uh, this is the last time we won't know what that means. Yeah. I know. Really, uh, I'm I could, so excited. I couldn't get off of work, so I'm going to have to just... Oh no! I couldn't get off of work. Oh no! I literally. Oh, I so you're just gonna go without sleep then, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I disconnected my internet hours. two months ago to see how long I could go without internet because I'm trying to be more worldly and like read more books and not have the internet. Okay. I'm getting the internet back Thursday at midnight. I'm like literally. I'm getting my internet back for Luke Cage, and I've lasted two months completely without it. Yeah, uh, and I'll be honest. I was going to uh, end my Netflix. <laughs> Were you really? I, I not no more. But no, no. I, I just re-upped because oh, of the show. That's so funny. Marvel will not let you. Yeah, Marvel's <laughs> like. By the way, every three, four, five, six months. Ah! Yeah, yeah. read you in. But yeah, for the musicality aspect, and I love in this trailer when you watch it, when you finally watch it, or watch it for the fifth time, like I will. Um, they even have Method Man um, at. Oh. the Oh, I love that so much. I love it so much. And that he was Method Man. He wasn't it playing was, somebody. No, it was, it was Method Man. Like, it was PLO style. Like, Method like, Man. Uh, and the switching of hoodies. Like, yes. that was so much. Like, oh. oh my god. So oh, excited. The, the tangle web we weave. And if you're not what watching Atlanta, if you're not watching Atlanta, watch Atlanta. Uh, Don oh, Glover's yeah. new show. 
God, is it out? Oh, dude, is it's it like good? three episodes in, and it, yeah, it's so good. It. The writing and acting feels like you're hanging out with your friends, and it feels like dazed and confused for a different audience. It's mm-hmm. so good. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I something, love it. Something that it has in common with this Luke Cage, from what I've just seen with the trailers, is that it's not trying to be something that it's not. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's not forced in any way. Mm-hmm. It is so, it's, it's so smooth it it just it mm-hmm. flows mm-hmm. this entire thing flows and it just seems like this is going to be just a really good it's it's re, a revisit for mm-hmm. some people and then it's going to be a really good look into a window of culture for others yeah so well, and I think that's what Netflix has done really well with each one. You know, with Daredevil, mm-hmm. they had the action movie, and then when they brought in Jessica Jones, it was the noir. And now we've got uh, Luke Cage coming in, and it's mm-hmm. kind of a little flashback to the whole '70s stylings of movies. Plus, mm-hmm. now they're adding the layers on on top of the music. It's like every time they they jump back into the world, they're just diving further and further into it. the world's so deep. Mm-hmm. They've built mm-hmm. a universe that we haven't reached the end of in years. Well, yeah. And they've got so and many people. And we still have defenders to look forward and they, to. And they've got so many people that have loved this project or all, all these characters for so long and now able to make these, these, these films and make these shows. It's like the depth and the layering mm-hmm. on each one mm-hmm. is just, and it's another just thing, astounding. When we talked about it on Luke Cage, uh, on the Screen Journeys thing, I talked mm-hmm. about how when you had the behind-the-scenes interview, not only was it zealous fans, like you're talking about, like people that loved it and cared about it right. and put their heart into it, but these people were method man. And mm-hmm. like, members of the, mm-hmm. the fact that I was watching a behind the scenes on like about Marvel and it was like some of the best rappers in history and they care about Luke Cage oh, that yeah. level, I was like, they found a source that we would never have otherwise. That That's everybody amazing. connects in with and is just like, yes, give us more of this. How can we contribute? How can we make this better? And can you imagine yeah. ten years ago, imagine like seeing that? Like I can't. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I, I just want to point out one thing. Like you, you covered everything. <laughs> uh, 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 but there was one part that I wanted to point out. Uh, Mariah tells Cottonmouth in the trailer, you need to take his ass out, find his weakness, and squeeze. And then they immediately cut to Claire Temple almost getting hit by a car and then a shot of Misty Knight. So that to me says, he's bulletproof. We are going to have the hardest time. You're a gun runner and we're still having a hard time killing this man. Mm -hmm. So kill them. Yeah. And I think that's going to be a big part of the series is Luke Cage like trying to save them and keep them safe and do his thing. Uh, and, uh, yeah, that's that's all I want to know. Oh, yeah. I also, I think that the scene, it's a very quick thing, but uh, uh, Luke Cage tossing a dude into the police car while the police yeah. car camera is recording. <laughs> like, I feel like there's something so deep and so metaphorical about that, but I haven't. I haven't hit on it oh, yet. Oh, it's pretty on the nose. Ooh, but, I think yeah. it's right there. Like, I'm not going to comment because I've been a white guy my whole life, but I love it. No, exactly. <laughs> and I'm just saying, I'm like, I want to be able to talk about that, but I, oh, when I, when I, I don't com- know yeah. that I should my or can. My commentary so. on the show next week is going to be real calculated because I know I've been privileged my whole life and I know I'm upper middle class and I know I love my life, but man, these people have seen some stuff I'll never experience, but that shot gives me so much faith in Marvel for showing the other side that I'll never know. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I love y'all. <laughs> I just, I, I, it's, it's hard to be like this excited for something that I literally have never experienced, and I want more people to know how hard that must be because I don't. Yeah. So goddamn, we need that perspective. We do, and we that's absolutely need that perspective. That, perspective. Yeah. that is the, the best word for it. That perspective. That is yeah. a police car. Like, God. It's interesting. TV Guide called it the most important show of 2016 Whoa. earlier this week. Because, exactly because of that, because of the ramifications. And not just because it's about that, because there's lots of TV shows tackling the issue, but because it's a superhero film, which gives it an accessibility that mm-hmm. most right. shows don't have, mm-hmm. it's going to be able to show off these issues to people yeah. who normally wouldn't 
see this kind of stuff on screen. Uh, all right, so we've got to move on. I, I don't have time to give this uh, whole thing, but basically, season two and Heroes for Hire, we're not going to see Iron Fist, according to Chio Hodari uh, Coker, in this first season. It's all about Luke Cage. He's hoping that there will be a season two. He's not counting on a season two. He's crossing his fingers that he gets it, and he seems to be hinting at in these quotes that maybe Iron Fist will come into season two and they will do Heroes for Hire in Luke Cage season two. That'd be two. so cool. Yeah. So that's we'll another see. entire flavor. Oh, yeah. That's another so, whole yeah. new world. Oh, my God. So, then we get Misty Knight calling Wayne. Oh, oh, and then we get the Fearless Defenders or like yes. Daughters of the Dragon. Yes. Come on, All right. Uh, so let's go to Mary Marvelites real quick. We've got uh, some shout outs to ca- uh, call out. Do you have your iTunes pulled up? I got it. Go ahead. Uh, so uh, Kyle George at KE George 94 had to call in sick today for work, but day brightened by the realization of watching Marvel Movie News Live. So mm. Kyle, get better. We're sorry that you're sick. Yeah. Glad you got to miss work. <laughs> you got to watch our show but get better man uh drink lots of water and some orange juice that's that's what my fiance would tell me uh brian8057 at brian8057 says love the love the podcast emoticon smiley face uh at ren tobin says on my birthday who could ask for more can't wait to watch the live show uh coy give her a sexy birthday shout out please who's the name who's the name uh, Catherine tobin and it's her birthday she, she on my birthday i think it's her birthday today Catherine tobin Thanks for joining us. Have a very, very happy birthday. Ooh, so, <laughs> so hot in here. I never know what to say. Yeah. But I like uh, saying it. Uh, <laughs> I, I love that you went with like a Pam Greer beat. At Mr. E Meat Shield. Missed a few episodes of Marvel News, but glad I got to see episode 100. Shame Koi wasn't there. Gang feels incomplete without him. Oh, thanks, man. Glad to be back. So that's, that's Meat Shield. Uh, thanks, Jack, Meat Shield. Uh, Jack Fern at Logan Wilson 93. Hey, Jack. How are you, buddy? Uh, says, happy, happy birthday. Make sure to ask for a sexy shout out from Koi Jandro. That is because my birthday is on Saturday. So, Koi. Oh, your birthday? My birthday yeah. is on oh, Saturday. It's this, it's this October 1st. Derek, when's your birthday? Uh, May 19th. <laughs> I was actually here. Oh, I was was here for my birthday. That's right. Yeah, he was. Nice. He was. So, uh, Coy, at some point, I think you've got to give me a sexy uh, birthday shout yeah. out. I think I might have to record it on the phone and let the audience hear it next week. That might be not a PG 13 audience based. Oh, boy. Thanks, dude. Oh, boy. Here we go. Uh, Brian Lake at Brian Lake 79. Friday isn't just Luke Cage Day. It's also my birthday. Would love a shout out. Brian Lake, happy birthday! Happy birthday! It's a great gift. Uh, uh, <laughs> There you go. Johnny Cross at Johnny C. Blaze. You know Johnny Cross. Yeah, Johnny, Johnny Cross. The gift that keeps on giving is Johnny Cross. Uh, a shout out to you, bro, for hanging with the Marvel crew. Talking to you, Darren Jakes. Ah, thank you, Johnny Cross. I am super excited to be here. Someone uh, in the live chat asked if that was the guy with the amazing family. And I was like, yeah. indeed it is. Oh, yes. The amazing oh, family, the Jakes. Uh, Teresa Luz, uh, I'm still at work. Can you please give your Portuguese fan a shout out, please? Of course. Teresa is uh, one of my Doctor Strange fans, yeah. and she and I go back and forth on Twitter all week. Well, I'm awful at Twitter. We would go back and forth on Twitter all week <laughs> if we could. Uh, so um, I'm going to ask this question to you guys super, super fast. Based on Disney and Marvel talking about the next decade, 2020 mm-hmm. to 2030, this is my question, not a Twitter question. I just want to throw this out at you guys and think while we're asking these others. What property would you like to see most brought in in 2020 to 2030? Like, new property doesn't exist going to be a film that Marvel's doing. So think about it. Uh, Ashley Hutchins, any idea on who Sam Neill is playing in Thor Ragnarok? So earlier this week, he revealed that he had a small part. I don't think it's a big part. I, I'm not expecting anything big. I think Sam Neill is just like good friends with 
Jeff take a YTD or Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. So, Life found a way, uh, man. Yeah. Uh, uh, so sorry, I don't actually have an answer on that. Do you guys have any thoughts on that at all? I think he's going to be related to either the Collector or... He's going to be like one of the higher beings, in my opinion. Oh my god, Because that think be of the, the presence best. of Sam Neill. You can't have Sam Neill be like a golfer. I am Sam Neill, yeah. Yeah, like he's gonna, I think he's going to be alongside Jeff Goldblum and... Oh, he's uh, one of the elders. Absolutely. Oh, that's so cool. That's such a good idea. Uh, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to look into my elders because like like the only one I'm thinking of is like I, I can't like the speedster, but he's like the like the, the racer and he has like the time gem and he I don't know the it was in the Thanos well. quest. Uh, uh, I can't remember his actual name. Oh, the gardener! Oh, that would be so cool. But he's actually got the time stone. No, anyway, <laughs> sorry. By next week, that'll be yeah. all formed thought. Nice. But by the way, along with this question, I, I'm I'm thinking back to a comic book that never gets any love and it's called the Thanos quest. Uh, I believe it's written by uh, Jim Starlin, and it is uh, 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 honest to God. One, uh, did you hear me doing Jeff Goldblum? All that? Uh, yeah. uh, 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 it is. Uh, 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 life, it's life honest to God. One of my life. favorite. Like it's a top, like ten, top fifteen comic for me, and it's very philosophical. It is just Thanos going about getting the Infinity Gems. That's all it is, and it pre- it's a prequel to the Infinity Gauntlet and then the mm-hmm. Infinity War and everything. So it's like a supervillain scavenger hunt. Yeah, but it shows like this weird depth of character nice. and humanity to Thanos, and it gives motivation to what he's doing. You like by the end of the book, you're like, I kind of want him to win, but I Ooh. don't at the same time because it means Ooh. our death. But he's doing it for love. <laughs> like it's it's really weird. So it's only two issues. Uh, and it's great. It is great. Uh, and I think you can buy it online for super cheap if you don't want to um, be illegal and torrent it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which, don't do that. So, um, for your for your Marvel Disney question, though, um, Young Gods. I like for uh, Marvel and Disney to do that. Young Gods? What's the Young Gods? Young Gods. It's a... Um, it's it's this whole thing where uh, Hemdall with Thor and yeah. Hemdall has to go on like this quest to get these um, gods. They're supposed to be the best representation of um, Earth. Huh. Um, it's because uh, it all goes with um, what Thor's original mother. What's her real name? Not, Fre- Freya. Not Freya. Um, the the one who's actually his mother. I forget her name. I thought I but she's like it was everybody's. Freya. She's like everybody's mother. Okay. Uh, I forget her name right now. But in any case, it's it's. This whole storyline where it's like uh, to prove to these other guys that are coming back to Earth that Earth has the best that it can. Uh, oh, huh. uh, Earth has the best is? that it can do. And then uh, Young Gods and Hemdall like basically does like this scavenger hunt for members. And I think Disney would do it pretty well because they're very diverse. Huh. It's a it's a diverse group, and Disney's great with aspirational mm-hmm. actors, mm-hmm. you know that kind of a thing. So yeah, I think they could do a, a Young Gods kind of thing. Uh, it would. Almost be a little bit X Men, but not yeah. as X Men. That's cool. Yeah. So my, they could do that. My answer to that question involves Fox, so it can't happen. But I can't get it out of my head. I've literally been trying to think of a property that I know is completely free and clear, and there's not any in my head. But I would love a Duffer Brothers esque take on the '90s by way of Generation X. I would love oh. like an actual X Men in the mall, young, experiencing what it feels like to be left out, to feel slightly different, but in the '90s. So there's the nostalgia aspect, and there's also like Generation X who are heroes we wouldn't see otherwise. That's what I'd want. Yeah. yeah. Well, Mallrats is always good. Oh, Mallrats one of my favorites of all time. <laughs> I love Mallrats so much. Uh, I, that that three person thing that like three yeah. fictional characters. My big one was Brody. I oh, said, I oh my that. god, I'm, so I'm very okay, much a Brody kind of guy. That. So yeah, Mallrats all day. That. 
so uh, Brian Yetman at Brian Yetman. Can't wait for Luke Cage's Friday. Going to binge it. Do you think by the end of the series uh, Iron Fist will show up? We uh, No, I don't think so. Uh, Dallas. Oh, this is a good one. At Dallas J. Stumler. Uh, got a free month of Marvel Unlimited. Finished Immortal Iron Fist. About to start Doctor Strange. The Oath. Any other suggestions? So... Marvel Unlimited, by the way, if you don't, and we're not sponsored to say this, by the way, but I, we I should use, be Marvel. We absolutely should be. <laughs> you should, you should I us. use Marvel Unlimited every day, like for a couple of hours. Like they've got like I think seventeen, eighteen thousand comic book titles on there, uh, or yeah, or uh, issues. It's so good. It's like. Five dollars a month. Yeah, like, there's a special right now. It's yeah. yeah. five bucks a month. Once again, this is right not now. a commercial. We're just that excited. We're no. just that. It's yeah, that you good. Should, you should yeah. sponsor us so that all of us can. Not we'll talk about this more often. <laughs> Give us free stuff, Marvel. <laughs> but, uh, Even two nice. But Dallas, if I may, I've actually been, uh, I took Koi up on his offer or uh, suggestion to read X-Men Legacy, the, the Legion stuff, and I'm six issues in. It's fantastic. It's brilliant. It's fantastic. It's so smart. Excellent. Uh, uh, and I'm typically not a, a fan of, of the Spurrier stuff or the Remender stuff. So good. But this is so good. So that would be my suggestion. That's my suggestion now. Check in with me next week, and I'll probably have a completely different suggestion. It only gets better. By yeah. the end of those 24 issues, you're like... Yeah, it feels like reading a book you're supposed is, to read in high school. Again, as an adult, you're like, I get why I was supposed to read that. Yeah, it, no, it really does. It's <laughs> so smart. It yeah. is so smart and so fantastic and, and works on so many different levels. So, uh, Dallas, that's my suggestion to you. Uh, in terms of just... So, that would be a Fox suggestion. In terms of Marvel stuff, um, I don't know. I'd have to think about it a little can bit throw, more. Can I throw a couple in there? Of course Please. you can, I, Doom! Uh, I, the, I, the thing that I want Marvel to do that they... they have started leaning towards a little bit. I want more comedy from them, uh, like straight up, like where Ant Man was like starting to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the two properties that I could see them really doing it with, uh, like that. What, what I'm seeing right now in the Hellcat comic, but they obviously Hellcat's being used. Right. So She Hulk is oh, yeah. like oh, yeah. because I think a awesome. comedy take with like a lawyer Hulk doing that. I think it, would, it could just be a fun either show or <laughs> I think it's a better show, but it could be a movie and the, uh. This would be like towards like 2028 once it's become like true like we're on the verge of fatigue if we're not there already. <laughs> mm-hmm. Great Lakes Avengers and you just oh, like oh Great Lakes is so fun because you can and you can take whatever build it up yeah. with like whichever characters you want whether a combination of what's already in there and mm-hmm. bringing some other ones in but just like the idea of like making fun of yourself that way with like okay there's superheroes everywhere who like let's there obviously there would be crazy idiots like forming it in the middle of nowhere being the Avengers but with like not a, like the minimum of powers to do yeah. anything mm-hmm. and that could just be a fun thing that would feel very different but would still fit yeah uh, you, you saying Great Lakes Avengers reminded me uh, of Guardians of the Galaxy the original run by Dan Abnett uh, Dallas read that go read that right now Dallas, uh, I recommend you read any of Duggan and Passane's Deadpool because it's it's current and it's the Deadpool you kind of get the movie flavor of. I recommend you read uh, any Ultimate Spider-Man get your hands on. Any run is almost always guaranteed to be really good. And Straczynski's, uh, it's, I can't even spell his name, but J. Michael Straczynski's uh, first half of his run on Spider-Man was like quintessential good right before it turned into the Spider-Man that I lost. So that that is the what I'd recommend you start with. Uh, and also, Great Lex Avengers is great, so yeah. go read that also, Doom. I have uh, a fair amount of Marvel Light shout-out. Should I start? Uh, yes, <laughs> you absolutely should, because we need to wrap up. And yeah, I figured as much. We got a bunch. Uh, so I uh, quickly want to apologize. The last two weeks that I did the show, before Matt came back, I wasn't able to do a lot of Marvel Light shout-outs, and I missed a lot of birthdays. 
a very happy birthday to each and every one of you that sent something in. I read them all. I appreciated them all. I want to share them all, but now they've been about a month because I was gone. So happy birthday, guys, each and every one of you. Uh, on to today's Felix Perez. I want to have a, a quick sad moment first, and I'll go to the other happy Marvelites. Um, can I get a shout out for my friend Riley who passed away yesterday? She loved everything oh. Marvel. Oh. Felix, oh my friend God. Riley, uh, big shout out. Um, much love and I can't imagine what that feels like and read a bunch of comics escape a little spend some time with people you love like just both embrace and distract you know like read a bunch of comics tell everybody you love them because this stuff you never know when it's going to happen so to your friend Riley I'm going to dedicate this show and uh, much love to you and yours and focus on self care very important. Yeah, yes. take time. Don't, do, like, seriously, take time. Do it. Take the time. Yeah, take the pressure off and, and go do what you've got to do, man. So, yeah. Uh, Sorry about that. Out there. Uh, on to Brian Lake, 79. Happy birthday, Friday. I think we might have covered it, but I wrote it down, too, so happy birthday for the Luke Cage. And we have a question on our Facebook page, which took me some navigating, because, man, Facebook's not as easy as Twitter. Uh, we have Dallas asked, when it comes to the MCU, how do you watch the films? Do you take the movie in as a solo film or as part of the full MCU? For example, Civil War, do you see it as a Captain America film or do you watch it as advancing the universe? Me, personally, I try to see them all individually, the first view, and then the second view expanded. I try to judge them as an independent source. That yeah. way I can see how the films are evolving. But then the second time I go back, I try to go like... I agree and with assemble that. it. I agree with that. Yeah, so okay. I think it's that important works. to go with both. Uh, I think that the better ones are independent and film the universe. Yeah. And I think the folly of certain ones, aren't I too, is that they try to only be a connecting instead of their own entity. Um, yeah. You caught that Iron Man too, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What are you talking about? It, it was an early stumble. <laughs> yeah, it was very early, to be fair. And then uh, very quickly, iTunes shoutouts, uh, Kryptonite315, State Trooper, and... Their little newborn baby, Joshua Eli, turned three months old. So, happy birthday to a very new Marvelite. Uh, I want to thank a a user named Upset and Hungry, who is doing his third tour overseas that listens to us overseas all the time. Wrote a very long, very heartfelt uh, review that's amazing. It's like a full two paragraphs. And my favorite part of it was that... He uh, is proud of the things we say and proud of the way we say it, and at least talking about these issues and expressing your opinions, even if you don't agree with them. And he likes to have conversations with his boys overseas about Marvel, thanks to us. So thanks, oh, man. That dude. is the best way. Conversations have to have two sides. Otherwise, you're just talking to a wall or you're surrounding yourself with very boring people. Yeah. So I agree. Mm-hmm. And thank you for uh, seeing it that way, because that's the goal here. Um a few people in between the last two weeks get really upset Max was on and did a lot of swearing and I'm sorry he has a mouth I too have a mouth but I've learned on live TV to tame it down Uh, I'm sorry to everyone that was offended by Max and I don't appreciate everybody yelling at me but I love Max he's a good dude and uh, I'm sorry for any young ears that caught a lot of F words because I'm sorry that's not usually our show um also to Casey12345, thank you for the love. Hoovian Claner and the TARDIS, great name. We appreciate it. <laughs> 196204, we are a really great podcast. I appreciate it. Uh, da, 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 da. Volley 5 full left us a wonderful long review talking about how we got him into comics, how he's going to local comic book shops. Nice! How he's buying uh, comics on eBay. Nice. How he's buying stacks and stacks of comics and Yay. that we are essentially Spider-Man and Doctor Strange that we got him into yes. those specific comics. Yeah. Yeah. Those are awesome. great, so I appreciate Job that. <laughs> and the last two, we got Luke W10. Uh, thank you for the review. And So Long, So Long by RS Kid. Yeah, boy! So Get thank out. you guys. I Get appreciate out. it. And... Uh, <laughs> a lot of love, guys. Thank you. All right, we I've I've got a few more questions that uh, were asked and a few more comments. We don't have time, so uh, I moved those to next week already. Like they're already in next week's show. 
Um, uh, Eddie Brock had some really awesome yeah, tattoo those art. Tattoos are we'll show them next week. We don't have time. I apologize, Eddie. We, I promise we'll get to them. And Hunter's Mize jury duty photos incredible. We'll show that next week too. The one I yeah, showed yeah, you. Yeah, 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 uh, Koi, where can we find you? What you do you got going on? Find me at Koi Jandro at C O Y J A N D R E A. You can do it exactly like I that. I didn't even realize. I, uh, I have a really cool VR thing coming out in the near future. I'm not sure where it's going to premiere and what's going to go on with it, but it's rad. And then at the end of next month, we're doing our third year of the Rocky Horror Hipster Show. I've tweeted out the poster. It's going to be free, but it sells out really quickly. It fills up. It is. It's insane. That and I'm it's so only in Los Angeles. It's only in Los Angeles. So but come I'm to LA. Proud of it. Come to LA. Check it out. It's amazing. And thank you guys. Uh, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram uh, at Markia McCarty. That's M A R K E I A M C C A R T Y. Did you see the cadence? There's the uh-huh, cadence. Uh-huh. <laughs> It'll take me a few that. shows. But yeah. I'm gonna get it. Uh, Snapchat is Darth Thinmints as Invader and Girl Scout Cookies. That's uh, cool. as, yeah, uh, and I have joined uh, the Revengers, which <laughs> is a comic book improv troupe where they have their own canon uh, that's established from each uh, improv show. But the great thing is, yes, they are only in Hollywood. They have a show this Saturday at 7 p.m at Pack Theater, which is pay what you can. But the great thing is, is that they also record each one of their shows, so I will be putting that online. Nice! So, uh, you know, you can't really tape live theater, and I wonder how improv's gonna look live, yeah, but you're gonna crazy. see it. <laughs> I'll put it on my Twitter. That's awesome. Uh, Darren Jakes. Thank you, thank you. Uh, you can catch me on Instagram or Twitter, at Darren Jakes. That's D-A-R-R-I-N-J-A-Q-U-E-S. Uh, I do reviews of some shows, including Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and you can catch After Doom on after buzz uh and that's at youtube slash dw jakes dw j-a-q-u-e-s nice all right uh i'm matt key at the matt key thank you for joining us today and we'll see you uh next week when we've all enjoyed luke cage from producers maria menounos kevin undergaro phil svitek christian harloff and the entire popcorn talk network we would like to thank you for tuning in for questions or comments be sure to visit popcorntalk.com I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals. All right, hey. All right, good job, guys. Uh, Let's just not come in tomorrow. Let's just take a day.